Hey, what's up? Hello there, and welcome to Godfather Part, Part two, 2 Minute. Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And today we're talking about Minute 116 of The Godfather Part 2. Talking about that minute today and all day. Alex, repeat after well, me. Hopefully not all day. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we're doing a marathon here at Godfather <laughs> Headquarters. Just talking about Minute 116. We need to combine podcasting with one of those... Dance-a-thons? Is that what they were called? Dance-marathon? Dance-marathons, all right. Mm-hmm. I like the, it. All right, I'll ask you later what the longest podcast was, because we can go for a record. You know, I'm all about trying to break records. Well, there's... Um, you know pe- what it is? Well, I know the, the Never Not Funny podcast. Every year for charity, they do uh, a marathon, and I think it goes 16 hours. Whoa. Where they're just totally doing like this for safe, I think. Oh. I could be wrong. I take it back. We're not going to try to break any records. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Alex, repeat after me. Yes. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento. Cento. Sedici. 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 Cento sedici. Cento sedici. You got it. Sedici. You sound pretty good today. On that. On that. Yeah. That's where uh, the accent is. It's all about the accent. It's all about that accent. Well, you when, sound pretty good today. You don't look so good, but you look terrible. Um, <laughs> I had some brandy on the way over, so that's good. <laughs> um, in 116 of The Godfather Part 2, we take you back to old New York, where a trio of Sicilian immigrants sit around a kitchen table. One of them, Vito Corleone, convinces the other two that he'll handle their unspoken problem. Mm-hmm. But they must remember he did them a favor. Later, Corleone and his associates walk through the colorful crowd at a local religious festival. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So this sort of wraps up the the scene where Vito is negotiating with his partners in crime. Literally partners in crime. (laughs) (laughs) Good Joseph Whites. Yeah. (laughs) About how to to address the Fenucci problem the fanucci dilemma <laughs> tonight the fanucci dilemma <laughs> ah, do they pay him two hundred dollars each ah, do they pay him fifty dollars each uh-huh. ah, or do they just pay him with dresses ah. <laughs> he does have those daughters remember that's true he might like an offer like that <laughs> he might he might <laughs> we got a lot of people in the garment business that's right, right yeah uh, so what yeah. do you think, Alex? Well, Clemenza is a is a gog as to what Vito has in mind. <laughs> a gog, that's right. Uh, He's frozen. I yeah. put that in my notes. He is frozen. It's hands Stunned. over the in the middle. Of, you know, you're you know you said something provocative <laughs> when he pauses mid meal to uh, yeah to 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 uh, look at you. That's right. A gog. Um, so we, go ahead. Go ahead. There you go. Well, I was gonna say he says, uh, "How how are you gonna get? Him, how can you get him to take less?" Uh huh. And that's when Vito says, that's my business. Uh-huh. And uh, reminded me of... Uh, and then he says, just remember, I did you this favor. Yeah. But the part where he says, that's my business, mm-hmm. like, that's where Michael got the... He's like, never ask me about my business, Clements. Yeah. That kind of a, mm-hmm. that kind of attitude. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the following, just remember that I did you this favor. Mm-hmm. I feel like 
those two lines are are the the early versions of what would become sort of Godfather standards. Yeah. Right? Not just about like business. Yeah, this is almost like the demo version. This is like the yes. demo tape of what Vito Corleone <laughs> will become. It's like, oh, you know, instead of a big long story about friendship and everything, it's like, just yeah. remember I did a favor for yeah. you. Yeah, because so, he does uh, talk about favors, doesn't he, in Godfather 1? Hmm. Maybe in the wedding scene, Connie wedding wedding scene. Yeah. When he's getting all those favors asked of him yeah. in his office. And he say, I'll do you this favor. Doesn't he promise America, uh, Bonacera, to do him this favor? Does he use that That's word? That's what I'm saying. I don't know if he uses the word favor or not. Hmm. I, I consider this a gift on yeah, the day of my a, daughter's wedding? a gift wedding? on my daughter's gift? wedding day. No, I guess he doesn't say favor. Yeah. Yeah, but it kind of is a favor. Does Tom say favor? Does Tom say no Sicilian can refuse? I thought he says can refuse a request. A request, yeah. his daughter's wedding day. Huh. Well, what is, you know, Alex, from your perspective, yeah. you're, you're a seasoned human. <laughs> I'm a seasoned favor <laughs> user. <laughs> What's the difference between a favor and a granting a favor and or granting a request? I guess the request is what the person is asking, and the favor is what you're doing for them. Yeah, they are. The yeah. person says, "Will you do me a favor and mow the lawn?" He requested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I guess in a way, it's the same thing. He yeah. He asked me for a favor. He made a request. Yeah. It really depends on the relation. Really, you mm-hmm. need more context to, to determine what the exact difference is between those two things. Yeah. But yeah, good point. So, do you think in this minute, mm-hmm. Vito? We'll talk. There's some stuff in the book I'll get to in a little bit. Do, but do you think Vito uses? quote, favor in this context as someone would later, but pretty much saying, Clemenza and Tessio, just remember I'm doing you this favor, mm-hmm. and then unspoken is, and then you will owe me a favor. You will have to do something for me. Well, yeah, I think the fact that he's underlining that he's doing them a favor is implies that this is a this is a ticket that will be cashed in at some point. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, basically, it's the same thing he's telling... Bonacera, like mm-hmm. that, that day might never come, but one day yeah. I'm gonna come. But this is really early. This is early. This is the first. It's probably the first this first say. favor he's ever done for anyone. <laughs> probably, maybe. Although, do you think? Do you think maybe he says this all the time whenever anyone does anything? He's like, you know, pass me the ketchup. He's like, I'll yeah. do it, but don't forget, you're only yeah. a big friend. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, oh, a chalkboard with all the marks. Oh, off. he's keeping who score. Who favors, oh yeah. man, that's how he ends up becoming a big crime boss. <laughs> well, he just accrues. <laughs> he just accrues all these little favors. Yeah, Clemens, I've done you. 40 minor favors. You got to do this one thing. You got to lend me your gun now. He's, he does, he's done favors for more people in the city than anyone. That's why he's oh. like, everyone owes him. <laughs> I've mowed lawns. I've taken out garbage uh. for people. I've like, babysat. I fed their cats while they were gone. <laughs> Picked people up at the airport. Oh, he's a godfather of favors. Oh. <laughs> I'm guessing there were no airports in New York in 1919. Well, well, yeah, no, I don't think so. And even if there were, right. it's unlikely that oh, Sicilian oh, immigrants would TSA be lines. Oh, <laughs> hey, they thought they waited in a long in a long line at uh, Ellis Island getting into the country. Oh, <laughs> try oh, try flying to L.A. and the food. Oh boy! You <laughs> <laughs> um, should do do a stand up uh-huh. in Don Corleone's voice in character. 
Oh, like go wear yeah. wear in the what, uh, so you, would you wear in the tuxedo? Oh yeah. Or would you, wear, would you go for a meeting the Turk or oh. or uh, a glass of wine in the garden? I, uh. You know, you're inspiring me. I think you're inspiring me to tell you how to do it. Okay. I think you should do eight nights at the Schnitzer Whoa. Theater here in Portland, <laughs> and each one is a different phase wow. of Don Corleone. Do I start with the Robert De Niro? Um, do I start with the no, kid? You do it oh, in, no, I'm going to tell No, I think you. you do it in order of... Release order? Of release, yeah, release order. So, so be tuxedo. Uh-huh. Um, coma, yeah. hospital bed. Well, be, well for, it would be tuxedo, then it would be meeting the Turk, oh, then yeah. it would be hospital yeah, bed. Yeah, that's right. Then it would and be And I would push you out robe. in the hospital bed. <laughs> and when you'd go... And by the way, it's a stand-up. Yeah. So you're telling jokes. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. You're not just... Reciting the lines of the Godfather. Oh, I know. I get it. <laughs> I'm in this uh, hospital bed. My son won't even come to see me. And when I'm pushing you on stage in the hospital bed, your arm has to get caught on a oh, stage wall. to prove that it was real. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could tell like jokes about marriage in the first part because it's about oh, a wedding. I could tell uh, jokes about hospital. You know, going to the being uh, in the hospital. So take somebody, take Mama, please. <laughs> you ever have to go to the hospital? I've been in the hospital a couple of times. Do you know anyone in here? Do you, ever, do you ever go to the hospital, man? <laughs> Boy, I thought the airline food was bad. <laughs> oh, these, these bodyguards, they don't give me any respect. They, 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 someone tells them to go and they, they leave at the, the first sign of danger. You can't hire good <laughs> good bodyguards these days. It's not particularly funny unless you know The Godfather, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, to, uh... <laughs> Well, you'd have, to, you'd, have to, you'd have to work on it. I think the entrance. Oh, the, the last GF1 Godfather version, your entrance. I would come up and go, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Robinson as your Godfather. And everyone's waiting, clapping, looking for you on stage. But you come out from the audience. Yeah. Behind people, you tap on their shoulder. They turn around. You're like, the orange mouth monster. <laughs> and you do that on your way to the stage to three or four people. <laughs> I don't want to get well. What if they spray me with pesticides? I don't want to take a risk on getting. Uh, <laughs> That's how everyone ends the show. They spray you with pesticides. <laughs> In their culture, that's considered a that's considered applause. Sign, sign of respect. You with pesticides. It's a it's a, it's a religious sign. It's a Sicilian. It's a so Sicilian message. They think you're funny. Funny. <laughs> Um, anything else for the, um, the, 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 for the minute kitchen table? No, no. For the kitchen table part before we get to the, the festival. Yeah. I want to add that well, I observed you? that Tessio, remember Vito's asking if they're going to go along with this, mm-hmm. asking Clemens and Tessio and no surprise, Tessio is the first to agree to the deal. Why you, is that no surprise? Well, because he's always the smart one, mm. right? So you think it's the smart thing to do? I think so. They kind of have nothing to lose. Uh, unless, well, like, yeah, he could go there and Finucci could be insulted and say, okay, I'm going to kill all three of you now. Well, he would just, they would just kill Vito and then, because Vito's going to be the one to talk to him. Right, but if he knows. But then they would come up with the money and then they pay what they would have paid in the first place. If, if Finucci lets them do that. First of all, yeah. they might kill, they might kill Vito and they were just, they're just walking around and they don't know. They're like, I think they think Finucci is smarter than that. Why well, you, you, he wouldn't kill all of them because then he loses that, that, that. That's true. Income. 
Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. They've demonstrated themselves to be. Inter- I mean, he would send a message. And theoretically, in the last scene or in this scene, he says, "Go to Finucci and say you want to pay." Yeah, recovering their uh, yeah. their themselves in case in case it does go bad. Yes, you're well, right. Nothing to lose. But don't argue with him because you know he's so scared. He's so oh, tough. Oh, he's so Whoa. tough. What, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> You gonna you gonna hit him with a collar? You backing out? <laughs> All the lines that they later use. <laughs> yeah, what's well, his move? That's his famous, his patented ah. move. <laughs> oh, when you gonna go crying to Bonnie? Bonnie, Bonnie, <laughs> go hang a hat somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry if this $50 reduction in fee uh, messes messes up all your arrangements. <laughs> You'll do it for me for all time's sake. How about that? <laughs> That's it. All the lines. All the Tessio lines. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so, uh, Tessio was the first to accept Agree. it. Uh-huh. And then... And then Symbolically or, or understandably, Clemenza doesn't even seem to understand it. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's just frozen. He just doesn't say yes or no. He just does, and then eventually they toast. Which yeah, Vito, Vito yeah. raises the toast. So uh, yeah. So then we transition. It was a good, good uh, early view of their dynamic and and the personalities, personas they would they would come to yes. be in, in yes. later in life. It's. Uh, I'm glad they don't. Well, I guess they don't really. I'm very. I'm not a fan of prequels generally. Yeah, you're pretty hard on them, aren't you? Uh, well, particularly when it's kind of like they feel the need to like explain how this thing came to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. How did Clemenza? Why? How, why does he love cannoli so much? You know. Yeah. That? So, but Coppola does a really good job of not really doing any quotes other than my other than Vito, of course, who does. I'm gonna yeah make him an offer he can't. But there's not really a any direct we don't see Clemenza say anything about cannoli we don't see Tessio yeah. say like uh, I know all the Sicilian messages <laughs> you know we yeah. don't know all these different things that yeah. come up in the second movie oh, so yeah. I'm glad about that yeah so. yeah yeah it's um, tastefully done yeah yeah like, like Clemenza would have to kill someone and he would be he'd be doing the same exact things that he told oh, Michael yeah. you know to do in the other in the other yeah. scene or whatever so. So we're, you and I are writing right now a bad prequel right? <laughs> totally yeah <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess in a way the last scene, the last scene where Michael talks about joining the army is the closest to that. Yeah, thing because that's true. Find out how, so that's how he joined the ah, Marines. <laughs> that's right. So that's why it was Top Pop's ah, birthday. So uh, <laughs> and you also see uh, Connie meeting Carlo uh-huh. and all that. So I guess yeah. that does kind of set up stuff for, yeah. the, for the first movie. So I wonder when you watch the. But God that's at the end of GF too. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you Which watch. Is great. You know, it's great God that f- that is all at the very end of it. By the way, yeah, that's a great scene. Really I think it's one of the best uh, epilogues of a, of yeah. a movie. Yeah. Um, I wonder when you you know that Godfather saga. Remember they mm-hmm. edited together GF two yeah. and GF one. I wonder mm-hmm. how it segues from the last scene of GF two. To does it go right from there to the wedding? Does it go right from does it go right from um, Mikey sitting alone at the table after everyone's wishing Siegfried's a jolly good fellow? Does it go from that to uh, Bonacera being like, I believe in America? Oh, yeah. There's no, yeah. there's nothing in between there. Yeah, there isn't. So no. I wonder what it, uh, what it, how yeah. it handles that. We'll have to watch that this summer. We'll ask. 
we'll answer. answer. Yeah, we'll check that out. Yeah. Anyway. So, in the minute, they transition. They're on the street. Yes. It is the 70s, after all. Is, that's right. <laughs> um, and they, they, are in the, they, they are in the middle of a uh, religious festival, as yeah. we mentioned. And uh, Did the, you look up what festival it is? I did, but I was is curious. Is it the San Gennaro Festival? Uh, well, I was curious if you looked it up in the book, also. Did you? Did, no, I okay. did not. Well, I looked in the book, but I'm going to share later. There's a, a very, there's a big difference in the book than what we're seeing right now in the movie, <laughs> at least so far. Okay, you want me to go first, or you yeah, want you to go, go first? Okay, well, uh, not sure about the festival. Okay, um, I've seen one source that mentioned the San Gennaro Festival, mm-hmm. but then I saw another uh, source, the Godfather Wiki, that says it is the uh, the Festival of San Rocco. Hmm. St. Rocco. Okay. Um, so oh. uh, I'll give you different details about it. You can determine, you can help determine if, okay, if either perfect. of these are accurate. Yeah, great. Um, well, f- the first thing I noticed was that the, the San Rocco Festival is the 16th of August. The San Gennaro Festival is the 19th of September. It's the fall, yeah. Yeah. So Well, they're wearing coats and stuff. I know. So it doesn't yeah. seem... They don't seem particularly dressed for either of those. New York in September is still pretty warm. Yeah. But I guess that would lean more towards September because at least it could be conceivable that it's an overcast day and it's yeah. chilly or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, either way, it's not. it doesn't seem like a hot day. Yeah, case, so. I, it can't be August. There's no way. Clement is wearing his full coat and hat and people are, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, St. Rocco. Well, here's another. So, in 1919, August 16th was on a Saturday. Mm. Uh, the 19th for the San Gennaro Festival was on a Friday. Mm. Uh, the festival in GF3 is the San Gennaro Festival. Mm-hmm. So, Zaza gets shot mm-hmm. at the San Gennaro Festival. Yeah, that's right. Which would make me think he would use the other festival for this one because he wouldn't want to use the same festival. Oh, both really? Movies. You I don't, don't think know. that's good ring theory? I don't know. Huh. It, it uh, yeah. But we'll see. Um, San Rocco, uh, also known as Saint Rock R O C H. I'm not sure how you say that in Italian. Mm. Uh, he's the plague saint. Mm. He uh, was famous for um, taking care of plague victims in Italy. Oh wow! In the uh, Middle Ages. Uh, in addition to plagues, he is the patron saint of dogs, okay. invalids, the falsely accused. Bachelors, wow. diseased cattle, Istanbul, surgeons, tile makers, grave diggers, and secondhand dealers. Whoa. What on earth all those things? Have? Is this just the kind of thing where they just kind of randomly assign? Some of them make I sense. Oh, plague and surgeon. Okay, that's a similar type of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah, invalids. Okay, that's at least health related, but... Uh, you know, I tile makers, great grave diggers. I, I don't know okay. how they're chosen. I can ask our Latin and uh, yeah. Roman history scholar Picarucci. Yeah, which is ironic. I just got back from from Italy, and I that didn't come up. Hmm. How the saints are patronized, right? Like which groups patronize yeah. saints? Um, well, one theory uh, is that in the Roman old time Roman times, you know, they had the pantheon of gods and all the gods. Oh, that's the god of. Basically like this, like there'd be a god for everything. Some gods would cover multiple things. And it, so uh. you wouldn't just say, okay, I'm going to, you would, depending on what your situation was, you would make a sacrifice to whatever god. Mm-hmm. So like if you were going mm-hmm. for surgery, 
then you would sacrifice to the you know say mm. oh saint saint uh, saint rocco look over me in my surgery yeah. and so on and so depending on what service you needed that's what saint that's what uh god you kind of petitioned okay so the so the the so i think the basically the catholic church just kind of replaced that and said okay mm. instead of praying to these gods pray to these saints yeah, because you, know, like, you can't pray to different gods. Yeah, it has to be yeah. one god, but, you know. And you can't worship saints either. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, although it sometimes seems like a very borderline yeah, thing. it's a very fine line. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, Interesting. Uh, I didn't look, I didn't, I could, I didn't have any information about the, how someone goes about the process of becoming a saint. I know they, they have to do miracles. Yeah, and, several and, miracles, yeah, so, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it can't just be a card trick. It has to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they just, it's funny. One of the radio stations I listen to here in Portland is Modern Day Radio, which is the local Catholic station. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm not Catholic. I'm not Catholic, but just because it's really interesting because they talk about philosophy and the mm-hmm. history of the church and uh, like, are ghosts real? Like, what are apparitions? Why do. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just all kinds of really interesting stuff, and uh, that came up. Saints, as far yeah, someone just called in the other day. They always have people call in and say, "Like, what? What's the difference between like, a worshiping and a jailer? <laughs> worshiping a saint and <laughs> praying to praying a saint? to them? Like, at what point is it okay?" And I don't remember what the answer was. It seemed it seemed a little vague. Hmm. It seemed yeah. uh, it seemed a fine line. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, that was a little St. Rocco. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Gennaro. St. Ge- St. Oh, yeah. Januarius or something, I think, is his mm-hmm. real name. Mm-hmm. Um, as mentioned, uh, 19th of September. Uh, he, he's only the god of blood banks. <laughs> blood banks? Blood banks. Huh. Uh, he's the god. He's the uh, saint of Naples, volcanic eruptions. Those are, those are only three things that mm. are mentioned. So I don't know why St. Rocco gets like a hundred well, things. because volcanic eruptions covers a lot of ground. <laughs> he That's... used to have more things and then he just had to put a volcano all over the rest of them. Oh. Like he used to be in charge of, of farmers. and uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I guess about the volcano. I guess yeah. you have... Like how many... So St. Rocco, yeah. even though you got all those different groups, each group only has, I don't know, 10,000 to half a million people where people yeah. that are praying not to be destroyed by volcanoes or in the millions. Oh, so you're saying he has, he's got more on his plate. Yes, that's why he has fewer <laughs> responsibilities. Yeah, not on a day-to-day basis, but like yeah. when it comes up, he has to have a totally free schedule. Yeah, he can't clear be, schedule. He can't be fooling around with yeah. uh, with invalids and uh, surgeons. That's right. <laughs> and tile makers. And grave diggers. Because <laughs> I can see how grave diggers, because that, that stems from the health part. Yeah. And then you kind because I'm sure... Like yeah, back then, sure. great, you know, they had like tombs and stuff. So you can see how tiles would be used in like a tomb. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know how bachelors get into it. Alex, the last thing you want. Me? The last person you want to be multitasking mm-hmm. across multiple areas is the is the god of volcanoes. Volcanic eruptions. of volcanic eruptions, <laughs> yeah. all right? You don't want that guy to take his eye off the ball. Maybe that's how he uh, that's how he got out of all that work because everyone's like, hey, you know what? You're going to be the patron saint of um, cactuses now. And he's like, 
okay, but if I'm if I'm dicking around with some cactus and the volcano goes off, you can't blame me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to do it, mind you. <laughs> oh, and then he purposely let Mount Vesuvius uh. erupt and destroy Pompeii. Yeah, <laughs> like, see, I told you, <laughs> told you. They're like, all right, we're gonna move cactuses to, to St. Rocco. All right, <laughs> what? They already Point. have invalids. <laughs> I got the tile makers, the invalids, Rocco. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, but here's what seem might seem like the clincher. Mm-hmm. Um, the first San, San Gennaro Festival was not celebrated in New York City until 1926. Oh, you busted! So, this is seven years before the San Gennaro oh, Festival. You busted. So, and it's not possible. It's another festival. Uh, well, the I only say the Rocco one because in the Godfather Minute wiki it says at the it says specifically says at the Rocco the oh, Saint Rocco. Oh, they one. call it out as yeah. a, oh okay. And hmm. um, I mean, has climate change made August that much warmer now? Whereas a hundred years ago, maybe not now, but a hundred years ago, <laughs> it was they wore winter coats in August in New York. <laughs> I'm wanting that white powder of the snow. <laughs> um, I like how Tom's going back in time. Yeah. Maybe a hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a bad conciliar. He doesn't even know if it was a good investment a hundred years ago. <laughs> I don't know, hundred years ago. I, don't know. <laughs> I slept on the plane. Well, Alex, we've got to interrupt this broadcast because the paywall has come crashing down. Oh man, but that's not don't worry. People can go to godfatherminute.com slash support and you can sign up for our uh, to become a subscriber, get access to hours and hours of bonus footage. That's right. Wait a minute. Is that the phone ringing? Oh, it is. Let me get it. Hello? <laughs> <laughs>